Good morning, podcasting morning chat. Today is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day. And today we are digging into all the headlines around the world of podcasting, content creation, AI, social media, you name it. We're going to cover it. So if you don't mind, hit the share button, bottom left-hand side of the screen, and share it. However Clubhouse allows you to share it, or if you're listening via podcast, share it with a friend. And if you don't mind, give us about two minutes, and we'll get things rolling. Thanks for being here. Good morning again, Podcasting Morning Chat. Thanks for being here this morning. As I said, and as some of you know, Wednesdays is our day to cover all of the latest news around the world of content creation, stuff that is of importance to us, stuff that affects us, stuff that is of interest to us. So we will dig into that. Let me first officially say, even though I said it when I started the room. Happy Valentine's Day to those of you who are interested in this holiday. Uh, I say that because there are definitely two camps out there that some really prefer or love the holiday, some it bothers them, right? So if you have a Valentine today, enjoy your day. So, and with that, actually, I want to, that's going to kind of be the loose theme of the icebreaker before we kick off the news. So, here oh, and let me let me also say first I'm going to skip a couple people and go to Walt for a second. So Walt's been joining us for what, maybe a week or so now and I've known Walt for a lot longer than a week or so now. We are a part of a Friday community 
of podcast professionals, people who are making a living at podcasting, whether, and it's usually people that are similar to people like me, Nick, Simono, where we're helping podcasters, right? And so Walt's been doing that for a while, and he's somebody I know, somebody I trust, and somebody I wanted to be a part of the moderator team. So congratulations, Walt, and thank you for accepting the role of moderator or co-host, depending if you're listening live or via podcast. And yeah, thanks for doing it, Walt. Of course, thank you for the invite. I've, um, I guess I've told I've told Mark a bunch of times, uh, off live or off this thing, but I really just appreciate this clubhouse community and how all of y'all, um, kind of exist together. Kind of very beautiful thing where everyone's just there's no real hierarchy per se, but we're all just here to kind of learn and grow with each other. So, of course, I'm happy to be a part of that in any way, shape, or form. So, thank you for the invite, Mark. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for helping me wake up in the morning, too. (laughs) Big part. (laughs) You're welcome. Walt is definitely looking, he's told me, looking to be an earlier riser than he's been. And this room is helping him and holding him accountable. I'll come back to you, Walt, with the icebreaker. Nick, good morning. Here is today's question based on, loosely based on Valentine's Day. What's a project or piece of content that you've loved working on recently and why? Good morning. Hey, come on, everyone. If you can't hear me or something's off, let me know because I think my connection is not great this morning. You're coming in loud and clear right now. Beautiful. Okay. So I guess it's been an ongoing thing. Um, probably the the project that I've enjoyed the most lately, at least in the past like year, has been the Next Gen Podcast. Um, that one, I don't know. I've always, since I had launched the podcast back in 2020 and was building my personal brand, like, the community, building a community of people that can come together with kind of like a, a single goal has always been like something I wanted to do. So being able to build that with Next Gen Podcaster and kind of bring my love of AI podcasting and all that into that whole mix of things that for me has been the fun. Right on. I can't can't say anything about that. I <laughs> Next Gen Podcaster is definitely close to my heart as well. And I feel you, Nick. It definitely, for me too, creating that community and being able to spend a lot of time on AI and other tools that make things more simple for us, That that's it's revitalized my passion for what we do. So I'm with you there. Amanda. Good morning. Same question for you. What's a project or a piece of content you've loved working on recently and why? Good morning, everyone. And Walter, I just want to formally just welcome you to this group. We need another person who knows what they're doing, doesn't just feel what they're doing. So thank you for, you know, knowing all of the good stuff that I just like to cheer people on for. So welcome to the group. And as far as a piece of content that 
I enjoyed doing. So Chris and I recently had a sponsorship with Magic Mind and putting together the content for that particular sponsorship was really fun. So I feel like sometimes sponsorships can feel maybe a little overwhelming or just very rigid and has to be like professional. And we just really leaned into having a lot of fun with it. And so that was a lot of fun. What's the name of that product again? Magic Mind with a D. Magic Mind. And is that, do you have an affiliate link or anything that we can share with everybody? If you go and order, use Song Swap, all capital letters, 20, and that'll give you a discount. And that also will, it's not really an affiliate, but it'll track any good sales coming through from us. And hopefully they will extend their sponsorship. So it won't necessarily put any like pennies into our pockets, but we might gain a few extra weeks of an agreement. And that would be great. Awesome. All right. I'm going to put this for those listening live. I'm going to pin this here to the room. And for those listening via podcast, I will make sure it's in the show notes and I will include Amanda's promo code or Chris and Amanda's promo code, but that's try.magicmind.com. Unless I'm wrong, but I believe I'm right. All right, cool. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for sharing. And Walt, all right, it's your turn. What is a piece uh, or a project or a piece of content that you've loved working on recently and why? Yes. Uh, and thank you, Amanda. And also, I actually worked with Magic Vine too at some point. They, I, I liked how they kind of organized everything. So congratulations on that. And um, yeah, I know that they, based on performance, they might circle back around to you later on anyways. Uh, to do more stuff too. So congratulations and good luck. Um, the, you know, it's funny. Um, I think just my podcast in general, because it's not something I do full time. And I've just like last night, I just really loved what I was doing. I, I was creating a uh, script for myself for my intro monologue thing. But um, a specific project within that is something I started called Career Pass for Podcasters. Um, doing it kind of in collaboration with Black Pod News, but um, it's it's just something I'm excited about because um, I've pivoted from this digital marketing e-commerce career to being in the podcast industry and um, getting a bunch of questions about how that works. So I've been speaking with a bunch of people who are working in this world just to kind of share their stories, how much money they've made, and all that stuff. So I'm just happy love it because it's like a just another resource that i wish i would have had so yeah awesome thank you walt and i'm gonna need to you know if you don't mind text me a link to your podcast so that we can all access it yeah yeah awesome thank you and I'm going to keep it moving and go to Alex with the same question. Alex, what's a project or a piece of content that you've loved working on recently and why? Good morning. Hey, everybody, um, and welcome all. Uh, I guess it would be, well, it, it's definitely when I was doing the Loki-verse, but uh, just because it was just fun working with those guys. Um, but I just loved doing intros. I don't know why. I just, I like putting them together. And that's just something fun to put it together, especially with the videos and on Canva. Um, I've done a couple of them. And uh, I know we've had a big uh, discussion about intros. Should you have them? Should you not have them or whatever? But I, I just I just think they're kind of neat. So it just gets me 
it gets the it sets the table. So that's my answer. Thanks, Alex. And speaking, I, I'm now gonna go off course just for a moment. Speaking of Loki, what did you think of the Deadpool three trailer? It's interesting. Um my podcast partners were had had really um mentioned that he was gonna be part of it and um I didn't think they were gonna go all in like that, but I still have to watch the first two Deadpools. I I just never watched them. So um I'm kinda interested to see how it all plays out. But yeah, if 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 you're into Deadpool, it might be a, a good uh way to get yourself into that whole world by checking out Loki. Absolutely. And I'm I'm a little surprised that you haven't watched any of the Deadpools, but that's for another conversation. We can talk about that another time. Sid. Good morning to you. What's a piece of content that you've been working on recently that you are in love with and why? Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm actually going to say my podcast. I've loved reworking it and reorganizing it and changing it up this season and recording the solo episodes and, you know, and uh, just kind of getting ahead of the game with it. It's been a lot of fun for me. So thank you. Mark, yeah, for your help and Thank- inspiration. Yes, you're welcome, Sid. And are you still in Chicago? Dude, I'm so freaking tired. Yes, you I sound a little tired. tired. I am tired. <laughs> we had a really long day yesterday. We had about 200 to 250 people come through our showroom for a Love is in the Air event. We were standing for hours, and then we had a late dinner, and so our flight is out this morning. So yes, Sid is tired today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Get some rest, get some energy, and then get some rest. And uh, yeah, thanks for sharing. I'm going to get through this big old cup of coffee in just a minute, and I'm going to be just fine. Right on. All right, cool. So listen, we're going to dive into some of the headlines, some of the news around the world of podcasting content creation. And I encourage you, if you're listening live, come up and join and be a part of the conversation. And maybe there's something, some news that you've heard that you think would be relevant, or maybe there's something that was news to you that you just want to share with us. It's okay if we've already know about that particular story, and it's awesome if we don't, or if you just want to participate in the back and forth conversation, you're welcome to come up, just raise your hand and join us. Okay, so here's how we do it. First, I'm going to share with you number one on both Apple and Spotify, as of yesterday, the Joe Rogan experience. Both platforms. Usually, it's it's a given when I say Spotify, Joe Rogan was number one, but now it's both platforms. Why is that? Well, we'll, we'll dig into that, but one of the big things is that Joe Rogan signed a, a new deal with Spotify. And that deal removed the exclusivity rights to to Spotify. So now he is available everywhere, including Apple. And yeah, and basically now his RSS feed is open. The feed lists all 2,258 episodes. And just a little side note, I heard from Pod News that he's hosting on Spotify for Podcasters formerly Anchor. And they were at Pod News a little surprised because I guess they thought maybe he'd be on Megaphone. 
and he used to be on Libsyn, and it all redirects to Spotify for podcasters. And then they also pointed out, by the way, his artwork is oversized at 1.4 megabytes, and Apple usually requires images to be less than 500 kilobytes. But somehow it's working just fine for him. And by the way, over the last week, 199,685 podcasts published at least one new episode, which is down 3% from the previous week. So, events. Not a ton of events going on right now, but there is one tomorrow. Providence, Rhode Island podcasters meet up. That's February 15th tomorrow. That is at 6 p.m. Eastern. And I'm looking here just to see if I can tell you exactly. They're meeting at Deadbeats Bar. So if you know the area, if you're in the area and want to meet up with some podcasters sponsored by Riverside FM, and we'll be talking about them too, you can join them there. And also, let's see, podcast. Movement Evolutions, or Evolutions by Podcast Movement. That's happening next month, March 26th, Los Angeles, California. It's kind of a smaller version of Podcast Movement, which is coming in August to Washington, D.C. And also of note, PodFest 2025 speaker applications are now being accepted. So if you want to be a speaker at the next PodFest in January 2025, right at the end of January. You can go to PodFest's website and find that speaker application section and submit yours. I know we've had a couple of people from this community already do that. I've got my application, well, I've got my my talks together. Now I have to actually go fill out that application. Looking forward to that. And I want to hear if anybody is planning on being a speaker at PodFest, let me know. And if you need any help with that, let me know. Uh, And then also an event update, our own event. That is, I'm telling you right now, it's 99% certain that we're going to be doing it in Charlotte. So if you're thinking about making plans, you can, I'll say, you can safely make those plans for the weekend of, well, we're going to start June 27th, For anyone in this community who wants to get there a little bit early, a day early, we'll have some stuff going on for this community that day, and then officially kick things off on the 28th, that Friday. And I am working with somebody who is in the Charlotte area, who is the president of the American Marketing Association chapter there in Charlotte. She's actually going to be joining us. She has an awesome strategy plan. She'll teach how you can effectively advertise your podcast on places like Facebook and Instagram. And she's going to be joining us in this room at the end of the month to talk about that and teach us about that. And she'll probably be doing more of that at our event at the end of June. So she's helping us find places to go, places, venues, or at least to make some suggestions. She's got all sorts of connections there, being the president of that chapter. So we've got a great ally there and moving forward with that area. And we will have an update, I am hoping, by next week, where if you want to speak at our event, 
you're more than welcome to. We'll have an application. You can fill that out and we will let people know who's speaking. And we do already have some plans for our speakers, what they're going to be speaking on. We'll have lots of work workshops and breakout rooms. And we're probably one of the things I'm most excited about is we are creating a space where you can create. It's not just going to be teaching and learning. There's going to be spaces for you to create on location, on the spot, create as much content as you want. As so when you leave, you will have plenty of things you can post for a long time. If you take advantage of it, we will have a podcast booth, like a little mini studio of some sort. And we're looking into photographers, videographers that you could quote unquote rent and have them come around with you or have them shoot some content with you, for you, etc. And actually, I should have I should have given you the link to get more information. So let me do that for you. That was, by the way, Walt's podcast there sitting at the top of the page. If you're listening live on Clubhouse, here is that link. And if you are listening live, I'll put this in the show notes as well, or go to bit.ly slash live one But don't worry, I'll put that in the show notes. And I'm looking for people to start thinking about a name for this event and send me your suggestions. You can send it to mark at ironicmedia.com. Or you can post it in our Facebook group, Empowered Podcasting. And no, I don't want to name it Empowered Podcasting. It's not calling to me as the name of the event. I want something a little more clever and catchy. So if people have ideas, and you're, by the way, you're welcome to share ideas up here as well. And I see we have a couple of new people up here as well. So before I continue, let me say hello and see if they want to add to this. Amanda Yoa, good morning. Did you want to add anything? Hey, good morning. Yeah. Um, well, good morning, everyone. I'll add that. And uh, I did fill out an application to be a speaker for uh, PodFest next year. So I'm super excited. And uh, I'll be talking about all things authenticity and confidence when it comes to showing up and showing out and starting a podcast. So it should be a, a fun conversation. I love that. I love that. And hopefully... That'll be one that you submit to our event. Would love to hear it. And I'm, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. And coming to you in a second, Stace, first I want to go to Chris, because Chris, it's rare to have Chris up here because usually he's working in a busy, a busy work location. (laughs) And so Chris, good morning. What did you want to add this morning? Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, Actually, yes, I'm at home this morning. We're uh, just getting ready to get on an airplane in a couple out, few hours. Uh, we're going to Fort Lauderdale, so um, I'm probably not going to be able to pop in. Normally, it's too loud in my plant. I might be sleeping. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, because Fort Lauderdale isn't an early to bed type city, so <laughs> I mean, it's not an early to rise city either. But yeah, I just wanted to pop in and say hi and uh, tell you I might not be here much the next week. But uh, yeah, love being able to jump in with you guys. Awesome. Good to have you up here. And the cool thing is, even though I know you probably know how to get the replays on Clubhouse, it'll be easier, more convenient to catch up while you're on vacation via podcast. So enjoy that. (laughs) By the way, I switched 
yesterday, my podcasting host provider for the podcasting morning chat, we were on Buzzsprout and it pained me to have to leave Buzzsprout, but I moved it over to Spotify for podcasters because it costs money to post a one hour plus show five days a week to most podcasting or podcast hosting platforms where Spotify for podcasters is free. That is just the the right decision for me. And I'm, I'm excited to really dig into Spotify for podcasters. It's been a minute. I don't think I've really used them a lot since they were anchor. And I had a couple of clients on that platform, but since uh, this is going to be a new experience for me, and I'm really excited about it. And we have more to say about Spotify for Podcasters in the news today. Uh, Stacy, good morning to you. What did you want to add? Yeah, so you were talking about events. Um, two things. One, I put in the notes, my first local event is next week, and I added a ability to join virtually. So um, Rob Greenlee is going to be... Uh, with us uh, in New Jersey for the tri-state area. People are coming. We've got 100 people. And like I said, you can join virtually. It's the first one. So I'm going to learn a lot, Mark, in terms of topics. It's going to be a lot of open dialogue too, not just uh, presentations. So I'll have a lot to share that can benefit you know, everyone when we're together. Awesome. Thank you, Stacey. And one more time, when is the event, the day and time, and where is it? Yeah, next Tuesday, um, the 20th, I believe, at 6.30 Eastern Time. And it's in Meetup and in uh, Eventbrite, but I put the link in the notes here. And um, yeah, you'll see the agenda and all the topics Um the other thing I wanted to tell you about an event name, and I don't know if you like this idea or not, but it was really interesting for two different events I went to that I loved. It was the unconference. <laughs> and there's something about that that like makes it feel like, I don't know, different. I just wanted to put the thought in your head. Yeah. The unevent, the unconference. I like that. Yeah, there's something to that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I kind of like that idea because that is kind of how I feel a bit about our event. It's I don't want it to be a typical podcast convention event. So that does resonate with me. Thank you for, for sharing that. Okay, I'm going to jump around with headlines. I'm going to go to you, Nick, because you've got two stories. And actually, I'd love for you to start with the second one that you just sent me the link to. Appreciate that. I'll share it with the room here. But yeah, if you don't mind, share some AI news that may be of interest to a content creator, please. Yes, absolutely. So, if Mark, if you can throw that link up yep. at some point. Working in um, it now. The, I, I just came across this a few weeks ago, and it's a, a company called Wondercraft.ai. I think it's .ai. And they are basically wanting to become the canva of audio is what they're saying they want to make audio creation extremely easy the way canva has for designers and uh, artists and i was just picking around on their website more this morning one of the big 
highlights that they're talking about is being able to essentially take your podcast and translate it into multiple languages to get your show international attention as opposed to just national, whatever your language is. But I thought it was kind of cool because they will help handle even your back catalog of content as well. Um, it very much, I, as you pick around on that website, you can tell they definitely borrowed some ideas and design elements from Canva, like just the main homepage of the actual tool itself. I can't remember where it was on that page, but it looks very much like when you open Canva for the first time, where you essentially will have access to all of these like AI audio tools and things like that. Um, but it's supposed to help with, they call it dubbing, um, adding music into your content. And it seems like a bunch of stuff. I, I don't, I've still been trying to wrap my head around how it all works from like a user standpoint, but the whole Canva of audio definitely caught my attention. Yeah, I like that. I mean, in some ways, I feel like it's just a marketing spin, right? So that people can connect with what they do. And really, ultimately, it's an AI audio type of tool. But I am curious, and I will also be digging in deeper. And I'm, I want to see that Canva-like studio. I'll have to find that one as well. If anybody's using it or thinking about using it and and does, let us know. Come back and share with us what your experience has been with this Wondercraft. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Uh, Nick, any other AI news for us that might be of interest as content creators? I, I mean, I think the, the big one right now going on is Gemini. Google released their most advanced version of their AI ultra 1.0 is what they're calling it. And it is a subscription. So it's kind of following chat GPT's pro subscription idea. Um, but essentially you, you go into your Google account, you upgrade to the $20 a month Google one plan, which I mean, that gives you, two terabytes of storage and all kinds of other stuff, but then you get access into Gemini advanced and I've been, I've been playing with it the last week. I've been sending Mark a lot of stuff as I've been playing with it. <laughs> and I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about it right now. <laughs> Nick is definitely so, frustrated. Yeah. Now, if, if you, are part of the next gen podcaster community and you're with us not last week the week prior we were talking all about perplexity and how amazing of a tool it can be for research essentially replacing google search um so i, I decided to use gemini this new gemini advanced as that kind of replacement again this week just seeing what it could uncover and what it could do and as far as research goes, I will say it is very bad. <laughs> it is, I've gotten so many incorrect answers from it. Even just asking for, I was doing a, a comparison of the Rodecaster Pro 2 and the Rodecaster Duo, the little smaller version of it. And it just flat out gave me wrong prices on the Duo, like across the board, like prices that it never was in its existence. But that's just one example. Um, 
on the content creation side, I will say I was pretty impressed after I after I worked through a few frustrating conversations where I, I asked it if it understood and it just replied with a question mark. <laughs> Assuming it didn't understand me. But after getting past all those, um, I wrote a blog post that we just published yesterday about Gemini, and it actually did a really great job. Like I was actually very impressed with the content, how it was written. Um, I obviously gave it some guidelines as I was going through the writing process with it, but it did a really great job. And I would argue to say that it is either very similar, if not slightly better than Bard or better than uh, ChatGPT in terms of writing the content in like a more natural sounding voice, in my opinion. And then the image generation, I actually really enjoy. I, I think they do a really good job with their images, similar to how Dolly in ChatGPT will create images. Gemini Advanced, I, I think even Gemini now will create images for you. And it they look really good, and it, I feel like it does a better job at following directions for your images, which is kind of a pain point for me in, in Dolly. So I don't know. I've... I've mixed feelings about it right now but it's definitely something that i'm going to continue playing with and continue testing um and then obviously the their connection into uh the google, the google workspace is a huge benefit in their favor ChatGPT doesn't really have any kind of connections like that that allow you to communicate directly with your other google tool thank you nick yeah, yeah. I, I i put a link to the blog post at nextgenpodcaster.com. That's free. You don't have to be a member of Next Gen Podcaster to check out all of Nick's insights and explanation of Gemini. So check that out if you don't mind. And Walt, did you have a question? Walt, there he is. I did, um, but I might just go and read that blog. Actually. <laughs> about, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was... Uh, I, I so far I've liked Google Bard more than ChatGPT, and this is both on the free versions. So I'm just curious to hear more about your experimentation. So I'll be checking that blog out. Right on. And yeah, Sid, go ahead. Oh, I forgot to say welcome, Walt, um, to the group. Glad you're here, buddy. And I also want to say thank you for agreeing to read the blog before you took us down a Nicholas Black hole of AI and <laughs> everything. It's too early. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I will be, I'm not going to go down a black hole here, Sid, just for you. Um, I'm, I am going to be doing a, an in-depth kind of side-by-side comparison of GPT-4, uh, Gemini Advanced, and then the Perplexity AI Pro version, because there is a lot, like I said, we talked about it next-gen podcast, so there's a lot of unique features within Perplexity that make it a kind of a powerhouse for AI. Um, so I'm going to be doing an in-depth, side-by-side, kind of pitting them against each other kind of video. So look for that in the next probably week or two. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to kind of see what results we get out of each phone, but that might help make a better decision if you're looking for the paid tool that you want to use rather than thinking you have to pay for all of them. Hey, um, to an idea for you, as you're doing that side-by-side, comparison and i would love the same for all these 
tools for um, clips because there's Opus clips and there's Munch and there's this, there's this. I'd love that too, if you'd be willing. And what I was going to offer you is I'm going to do these monthly local meetups in the New York region. And um, so come be a guest speaker, even remotely, to talk about that. And I think it'll generate some more um, for what you and Mark are doing. Awesome. Thank you, Stacey. That'll be awesome. Thank you. And I will also share, just because Stacey said it, and, and why not, I'm going to share with everybody a link to an alternative to Opus and Munch. It's Minvo. And we have an affiliate link. That's our affiliate link. So if you decide to use them, we would get a little piece of that action and more importantly, credit that we've sent them new business. And also you can try it for free. So check that out. Let us know what you think. Nick uses it quite a bit. Can I ask why... It, right, it does your captions for you, correct? That's one of the things it does, yeah. And it just like Opus, it'll also go through your long-form content and create clips. So can you give just like a, a short view of, like I'm literally getting technology blocks. Like I, mm -hmm. there's just too much and I want to pick the best one and there's my perfection, so I'm removing it. But like why? Why, why that over Munch and others that you've enjoyed? Can you... What's your opinion? Yeah, I think in a nutshell, I'll make it short and sweet. In a nutshell, we believe that it offers the most flexibility. So it will, like Opus, go through your content, pull whatever, how, as many clips as it can that, are, that make sense. And then where I think Opus falls short and Minvo doesn't is that you can manipulate those clips that it pulls a lot more. You can add to them, you can remove stuff, you know, and, and Opus, a lot of people I've heard complain that sometimes it, it'll grab a clip and it'll stop right at the most important part, whereas now you, with Minvo, you can grab that part if it didn't grab it for you and add it to it. And there's just a lot more bells and whistles as far as additional capabilities and i know that they're coming out with an editor tool as well uh, that's not just based on editing the transcript it'll be more like what riverside has done lately they added their timeline editor as well which makes the editing more clean and more precise that was more than a nutshell but that's that's the brief explanation and at next gen podcaster we have a session that we did a few, maybe a month or so ago with Minvo, where they gave us a full demo of the product. So you can always go back. I know you're a member of NextGen, Stacy, so you can go back and check those out. Okay, great. I didn't realize it was live. Yep. I mean, uh, available. Yep. Thank you. All of our sessions at NextGen Podcaster are available within a day or two after we do them live to our members. Okay, so here's some... Oh, who was that? Go ahead, Walt. Um. Memvo, they used to be Memento? Yes. They changed their name? Oh, okay. I've heard great names about them. Yeah. Yep. Memento was their name. They recently changed it, actually, right when we started talking about it. Uh, okay. So some other quick headlines for you just to think about may be of interest to you. We talked about SiriusXM recently and how they purchased Smartless, the podcast, and I believe that was a 
somewhere, what was that? It was definitely over a hundred million dollar deal. I can't remember. Yeah, it was over a hundred million dollar deal. That was last month. Well, interesting. They've also just recently, unfortunately, laid off 160 employees right at around the same time, which I remember something similar when Spotify brought on Joe Rogan. And, you know, it it's kind of disappointing like that that's the way that they're bringing in the the new shows or the talent is having to let go a whole bunch of employees. Not a big fan of that. Uh, but, you know, they're running their business. Uh, PodPage is now supporting the Podcasting 2.0 Chapters feature. Chapters published in this way are independently editable and you can and can be displayed by a wider set of tools. So, you know, that we can we'll get into some Podcast 2.0, I hope, this morning as well, because that's a phrase that gets thrown around a little bit and we don't we haven't discussed a lot of it and what that means and if we should even care. It's been I feel like podcasting 2.0 has been a term if you're in the business has been a term thrown around for quite a while now and I don't feel like anybody really feels a lot of the change or, or as it's changing we're not really noticing or feeling it so I think it's worth just discussing and and clarifying so we will I want to get to a couple other things uh AntennaPod an open source podcast app for Android has hit 150,000 monthly active users. Uh, And interestingly, you can get them on Google Play. Their significant growth started on September 26th, which was the day that Google Podcasts announced it was to close. And so much of the growth has been in the U.S., according to the data by Pod News. And I'm, is anybody using AntennaPod? I'm curious. Nick, as an Android user, are you using it? Hey, hey, Mark. Yeah. So, good morning. Good morning. Guys. Hi, Alicia. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. You too. Me, you know, I don't know about that Cupid guy. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you mentioned that, Mark. Analytics. I don't know who you guys are with, but you should see um, if people are using AntennaPod and finding yours. So my analytics shows that people over there like my podcast. So go into your analytics to see if it shows up and then start paying attention to AntennaPod. So it's in my analytics. Yeah, it's right there with with Apple. That's cool. So so you use... Antenna pod to no, I don't. Oh, okay. They just rocking and rolling with the business news, and so that's what I'm saying. Check your, check your analytics to see if they're rocking and rolling with you as well, and then you can make a decision as to how you will incorporate that into your marketing. Because that's what I did. Very cool. Thank you for okay, sharing so, that. Yeah, no, no worries. I'm gonna go back down to listening. You guys are doing great this morning. Oh, okay, and you're welcome to stay up on stage if you want. That's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome okay. to. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. All right. So, and Nick, by the way, gave us a thumbs down. I don't think he could come off mic. So, no, he has not used it yet. All right. So, also, by the way, I believe it was yesterday, or it, let's just say within the past week, it was podcast day. So 20 years ago, this past week, 
gentleman Ben Hammersley used the term podcasting for the first time in print. And if you are interested in the history of the word podcast, I'm going to share a link with you right now, courtesy of Pod News. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, sometimes pe- people don't even connect with the fact that the name podcast comes be- from iPod. Because that was the way that we were first really listening to podcasts was through the, the good old-fashioned iPod. But you can get a full history of the word and how it came to be using that link that I've just shared. Yeah, it's, um, it's a portmanteau, right? So it's it, when you take two words in and you take parts of each word and put it together, um, that, that's what it's called. And so it, they took iPod and broadcast. And that's how they got podcast. And interestingly enough, b- because I, I kind of prefer audio because only because audio is easier to record, right? You know, if you have a thought, you could be in a train <laughs> and just record and, and put it up. So the, the original idea was literally audio. And so as we were progress through now, there is a... Um, segment, if you will, of um, scholars that want to call the video version uh, a vodcast. It just has not um, caught on. I don't, I don't know about your article, but th- because I approach everything from a more uh, instructional perspective and very clinical um, in, in, my, in my research, I, I found that out. So they just call everything a podcast. But there, there's actually a scholarly distinction with the video. That's a podcast. It may or may not catch on, but um, that is that is a distinction that is being made when you go into the into the weeds. So pod audio, pod video. So just wanted to share that as well. Thank you. I feel like you can still. I know that there are different perspectives, different opinions, and I say if it's video or audio, I'm I'm cool with calling it a podcast. Because, Me too. Why yeah, complicated? Exactly. And so many of us are listening or watching via our phones. And yes, they're not iPods, but you know, that's to me it's 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 the same. I'm I'm cool with it if you want to call it call it a podcast, yeah, and, whatever it is. And on on um Spotify, you know, we I I, I don't know about the, the other platforms per se, but on Spotify you have the option of audio or video when you post. So for instance, um, there was a a, a news episode. I did not want to do that, just audio. So I literally went on video. I wanted people to see me. I wanted them to feel the instructional part, you know, the direction of of my news because my news is very directional. And so I literally went on camera so they could see my facial expression when I go, Germany, this German AI company is trying to change the game. So that's how I use the video for emphasis. Cool. Thank you for sharing. I see we've got Brian and John up here. I'll ask, do either of you have something specific about this story that you wanted to add? All right, cool. So we'll come back to you guys in a moment. I want to keep things moving a bit. This next story is something I had alluded to earlier. And then I want to share also a a cool analytic tool that's free to check out. I'll share that in a minute. But first, I wanted to share Spotify for podcasters and Riverside have officially teamed up. 
This was announced on the 8th of February. And basically what's happening is, is that Riverside is going to get rid of some tools. So what they're doing is they are, they formed this pot, excuse me, they formed this partnership with Riverside offering a native creation experience within the Spotify for Podcasters platform. The integration includes advanced AI-driven recording and editing tools alongside video capabilities, allowing for higher quality podcast production. Additionally, Spotify is refocusing resources toward their next generation of podcast innovations, discontinuing some legacy tools, including its native creation tools and the music and talk format. So if you remember, you used to be able, they were, they gave us the ability to add music from their library into our podcast without getting in trouble for using the licensed music. There were some limitations to that, but I suppose it wasn't being taken advantage of enough. And I think they are trying to shift their focus. So they are getting rid of that, partnering with Riverside to use Riverside's new editing tool, which is that timeline format. You know, basically it's editing those waves when you're looking at an audio uh, audio software, editing software. You have those waves and you can cut them, you can move them around, put them in different places, etc. Uh, they've enhanced that whole editing ability over at Riverside and partnering, I think, with Spotify for par- Podcasters is going to be huge for them. Is anybody using their new editing tool at all? I'm not yet, but I have a question to what you were just talking about related to, will Riverside allow us to publish the video to Spotify or do we have to go to a new host like you did, Mark? You know, that's an excellent question. I think it's such a new feature that I don't know if we know that yet. Pretty positive you still have to go through Spotify because like um, Spotify owns some other things and all those tools like Megaphone, you can't publish video yet. So, um, okay. But I, I think there is some type of integration to send it through, but you still have to go into Spotify to actually do all the uploadio <laughs> and that's the technical term the uploadie stuff <laughs> so, so i just want to repeat what i heard to put your video on spotify you need to go to spotify directly and upload it yes correct? yes spotify for podcasters yeah and that's what you're doing yes i will be doing what i was what i was just looking at it sounds like from riverside you can push the episode to spotify and it will create like a draft for you there. So rather than uploading it, like downloading it from Riverside, uploading it to Spotify, you can literally send it from Riverside to Spotify, but then you would still have to go into Spotify to, I'm assuming like put your title and your descriptions and all that type of stuff before you hit publish. That makes sense. Who do you publish through Mark currently? Yeah, I just moved to Spotify for podcasters from Buzzsprout because putting up five shows a week that are over an hour long each is very costly and Spotify for podcasters is free. And I haven't figured out what I'm doing with my video yet because currently right now the video would just be me on screen and would, and would require me to at the very least edit in clubhouse to kind of go back and forth. So it's not just me on screen the entire time. I like to make it a little more dynamic. So, and I see we've got Jackie up here, Jackie, good morning. What did you want to add? Or did you have any questions? 
Yeah, I saw that pop up on my Spotify the other day. It said I won't be able to um, edit in Spotify for podcasters anymore unless I do the Riverside thing. But somebody left in the comments that their video doesn't come up through the feed. I think that's what they said. So that's what's happening to me too. So I actually do have to upload the video to YouTube. But on Spotify, they do have a little video. So it works on Spotify. I don't know if that's going to change because Riverside is coming in too, or if we're going to have to pay for Riverside to have that happen. So yeah, it looks like we're all still kind of learning a little bit about this addition or change. Uh, And Nick, you want to say something? Yeah, to what Jackie was saying. I'm fairly certain Spotify is the only podcast player that plays video. So I think that's why the video doesn't show up anywhere else. Like I know I've listened on like Podcast Addict and a couple other places and video, they just don't offer it. So generally, if you're going to be uploading the video version of the podcast, it's either going to be YouTube or it's going to be Spotify. Thank you, Nick. And I do have one other thing I want to share. But before I do, I do want to see if Brian and John wanted to add anything this morning. Brian, good morning. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Yes. Good morning, Mark. First off, happy Valentine's Day. and. My midweek news is last night I used my new fancy mic for the first time on a Zoom call. Had some adjusting to do. I was like, oh, wow, I can use my iPod Touch headphones that I never use anymore. And so the fancy mic is uh, from Fifine Mm -hmm. or F-I-F-I-N-E. Yep. It's got nice colors that flash with it keeps my eyes a little more awake Mm -hmm. um, in a Zoom call. So that's my news. I'm excited to work with it. I've got quite a few mics now. This is like the first like really big one though. So thank you. Yeah. Share. Yeah, absolutely. Glad that's working out for you. I know you were super excited about it when you got it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. And yeah, I know Fifine. I know I've had some clients using that brand for their microphones before. Stacy, did you have something? Yeah, a, a quick question. Um, you've talked in the past about being able to use Riverside for, um, what is that called? Uh, the teleprompter. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Teleprompter. Okay, so the Riverside one I used last night, and I did it for my TikTok, and my kids said, Mom, you're reading. You could see your eyes are reading. And I'm like, oh, I'm just experimenting. And so... The question is, are you finding that teleprompter versus the one you bought, Mark, that was external better? And do you have an opinion? I do have an opinion. I don't know that one is better or worse. I do know that I'm still working on keeping my eyes stable when I'm using the external teleprompter. There is a little bit of practice to it and your eyes are moving, right? So there's going to be a little bit of that. I think the key to remember is that most people watching are not even paying attention to that. They don't even know to look for that. They're not really looking directly at your eyes and watching them move. Their eyes are constantly moving around the screen too. So I wouldn't get too self-conscious about that. And I do encourage to keep practicing. Stacey, the, the big difference, I think, between the what Mark is using and what you're using is the text for you is showing up on your computer screen. And a lot of times the camera is placed above the yeah. screen. Whereas the physical teleprompter that Mark has, 
that actually gets placed in front of the camera. So the camera is actually looking through the teleprompter. So when you're reading it, it's a little less obvious that you're like looking down at the computer screen reading. You're actually looking up towards the lens and reading it that way. That's definitely a big difference. Will you share that again, Mark, the one you have? Yeah, it's by Elgato, E-L-G-A-T-O, and it's called Teleprompter. It's a little pricey, but I think very worth it if you're doing a lot of video. And by pricey, I just mean you can use the free teleprompter that Riverside provides, whereas this device is $300. But like I said, it's going to get plenty of use. So I'm okay with that purchase for me. John, did you want to add anything? No, I I came up, I'm looking sure I was driving, so my apologies. But um, the main thing I I remind, I I say this every time, uh, last time we checked, about 17% of podcasts have videos. And to be a successful podcaster, you don't need video. It creates a whole new layer of work. And the ones who do it really well, for example, our buddy Matt is down below, and Billy does it really well. If you look at Joe Rogan's experience, his podcast, he's got at least three cameras. That means he's got operators. That means their payroll of people are doing. They do editing. They do all this other stuff. So if you're a one-man band like I am, uh, you really need to look at what is the return on investment of your time. Yeah, I can't say I disagree. I think audio is easier, especially for entry-level people, and quicker and less costly than video. So yeah, I'm with you there, John. All right, I want to just share with you all real quick. This is a fun, free tool that I discovered courtesy of Pod News. It is called Podcast X-Ray. This is for people who are into some analytical info. Basically, it was launched by a company called Bumper. It was an internal research tool that they were using. Now it's public, designed to provide detailed insights into podcasting trends, including publishing frequency and hosting data, meaning how frequent are people posting new episodes and when are what day of the week is your podcast most downloaded. So basically, all you have to do is go to podcastxray.com. You can provide it with your RSS feed or start typing the name of your podcast and it should pop up if you're on all the platforms. And then it'll give you a breakdown of some analytics that you don't necessarily see from Apple or Spotify, including you know when people are downloading your episodes. It, it could be revealing. So check it out and let me know what you guys find. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow because we do this every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. So we're back tomorrow, Thursday. We'll have some thought-provoking questions for you to share and get some more insight on your podcasting, your content creation journey that I believe will be helpful to others who are in similar spots as you. So join us at 7 a.m. Eastern time. And if you can't make it, remember to join us via podcast. Subscribe, follow on your favorite podcast podcast platform. And if you don't mind, please leave us a review. Please give us a rating, whatever that platform allows you to do. We still only have a few over on Apple, and I know more of you are listening. I see the data. So please, if you don't mind, leave us a review. It does help. That social proof goes a long way. So thank you in advance. And until tomorrow, make it a great day, everybody. Take care.